Hey, what's up, guys? This is Top Tier Tactics Fantasy Football Podcast, Episode 1. I am Bud, your host, with my co-host, Nader the Terminator. What up, guys? So, we're going to get into just about why we did this podcast. Um, me and Nader love fantasy football. Love discussing uh, it. Love football in general. Love discussing it. Um, and mainly love winning at everything. Mm-hmm. Bottom line. So, the bottom line of this podcast is... To make sure and help you win your league. Mm-hmm. So, everyone who plays fantasy football, I think, is pretty much on the same page. That you play it because you love football and you love to talk shit to your teammates. Yeah. Or your your league mates. Your league mates, exactly. Because you get that win and your sacco has to do something embarrassing. That's always hilarious. And you get money. You just take money from them. Candy from a baby. That's what we want this podcast to be. We want it to be. You want to be the guy that doesn't draft Love Bell in the first overall pick. You want to be that guy that picks up James Conner at the end. You want to be that guy that doesn't draft Devontae Freeman in the second round. But you want to be that guy that picked up Lindsey on the waiver wires. You want to be that guy who got Mahomes last year because you just listened to the podcast. Mm-hmm. It's that simple. You know? Want to be that guy that everybody is afraid to play against, not the guy that everybody chalks up as the easy win. You pretty much want an advantage. Exactly. That that's what we're saying is you want an advantage. You want to get those rings, you want to get those belts, you want to get those trophies, whatever your league is. You want to get championships, and that's Bracket what we're lights. here to do. We're here to help you get championships and just win, 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 win. That's pretty much it. No matter what. No matter what. So we're gonna get into our intros. Uh, I'm Bud, like I said. Uh, I'm the one of the hosts. Um, next to me is Nader. Like we said, Nader the Terminator. He's another host. Um, mm. Rundown on what we like to work on, um, fantasy football-wise. Uh, we like everything. We have knowledge in PPR, half PPR, standard, uh, super flex, double quarterback leagues, dynasty, rookie drafts, all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. So for me... Love dynasty, love rookie drafts, love two quarterback leagues, super flex leagues, um, and RBs and wide receivers. Love RBs and wide mm-hmm. receivers, especially wide receivers. Um, and we'll let Nader do a little intro. Yeah, I love the waiver wire periods. I love the matchup periods, the sit and starts, and the stashes, The who is going to be the stud later on in the year, who is going to be the number one receiver later on in the year who you want in the playoff time to make sure you're making the championship run and uh with me i'll take you guys to the promised land so speaking of the promised land where everyone wants to go um i think we should just get a baseline of uh for some people common mistakes when you do fantasy football mm-hmm. that's a good uh, idea. i think we should go over some of those just so everyone has a baseline um, my first one is read league rules and settings mm-hmm. i no, know that's a, that's a big yeah. one uh you will not win your fantasy league if you have no freaking idea if you are a super flex a ppr a half ppr league a standard a dynasty league mm-hmm. four point six point quarterback passing touchdown league it is a very key aspect 
Yeah, I joined a league thinking that it was a standard league, and when I did my draft, I drafted everything you know according to standard players, you know, standard draft, and then you know first week came by and I got absolutely demolished, and then I looked at it and, and I realized that it was a half point PPR league instead. So uh, that whole league, I struggled to win. It it definitely changes uh, your draft slightly. For sure. Yes, and and especially if it's a dynasty league or you have a rookie draft, you need to know what your league is. Oh, yeah. That is a huge super flex league. If some people don't know what super flex league, it is a uh, extra flex spot that you can put in as a quarterback or a tight end or a wide receiver or a running back, whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Um, usually that flex spot is there. So usually most people would put two quarterbacks in. So have a quarterback there and a quarterback in your spot. And get the most points, all that kind of good stuff. So that would be a huge factor. A two quarterback league is a huge factor because that means quarterbacks go off the board a lot faster. Um, stuff like that. So um, the next one, I think, is uh, definitely in your realm oh, yeah. of a hot take: uh, undervalue kickers and defense. Yeah, because a lot of the times, kickers and defenses they'll win you weeks, or they'll definitely lose you weeks. You know, you have a Ryan Suckup who gets negative points for you or you'll have a you know uh, Justin Tucker who'll just go off for like 24 one week and you know that's a free 24 points just for potentially drafting him in the 14th 15th round or you know you'll get one of those fumble pick sixes from Aaron Donald and uh, those will definitely win you weeks compared to somebody who probably just didn't even pick one or waiver wired Green Bay's defense who got who gets absolutely torched by the Bears yeah, so this is definitely a hot topic. You're going to hear a lot yeah. of experts disagree with that fact uh, a lot because of they want to draft players that have higher potential, I think. So at the end of the draft, they usually don't have a kicker or a defense. So that's where there's going to be issues on mm-hmm. who thinks what goes where. It also depends on when you draft. If you draft right before the regular season, taking a kicker or a defense is is the way to go mm-hmm. yeah, because that I fully agree. you're gonna have to pick one up anyways so you're gonna if you're three days into the about to be in the, the regular season of fantasy football you're gonna need to pick up a kicker and a defense you might as well get a little bit of value for it mm-hmm. and um, say it's before preseason before preseason even starts then maybe you want to sway off of a defense for me for me i would i would probably i would probably do that yeah i would probably pick if there's someone i like that i think has an opportunity to be a starter or a flex option for me uh, if someone gets hurt or uh, could be a big potential earner for me if someone gets hurt then i will do that but you're gonna have to drop two of those people if you don't draft a kicker or a defense at some point mm-hmm. and it just gives you a little bit more options a little more flexibility i think is what they're looking at mm-hmm. um yeah a lot of the times you'd rather have justin tucker on your team yeah justin tucker a top tier defense i mean yeah. if, if you can get a lot of value for it then go ahead this whole thing is fantasy football drafts are are usually a value aspect yeah we're gonna get we're gonna touch on that a little bit more on yeah so Mine is a don't procrastinate. This is a big one for a lot of people. Do your research or just listen to our podcast. We'll have you prepared for your draft. Make sure you have a printout of rankings or tier. Um, When I do drafts, I like tier. 
so I can know exactly which tier my guy is in, who's left, who, how many options I have left for wide receiver or running back um, or tight end, uh, all that kind of stuff. But do not wake up at 10 o'clock and you have a draft at 1 p.m. and have nothing ready. <laughs> have some sort of material so you can do your draft properly, especially injuries. Oh, yeah. Having a list of injuries is huge because there's a lot of people in uh, redraft leagues that will draft injured players and have no freaking idea that they're injured or suspended. <laughs> the suspended part of that's probably your fault. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. All right. So the next one is drafting players on a hype, Nader. Yeah, you know, you hear a lot of offseason hype where maybe they ended the season really well. And during the off season, you hear the coaches, you hear players, you know, they kind of hype up that player a little bit more. And, you know, you don't really want to get trapped into that hype just because, you know, you're going to draft him a couple rounds earlier than you probably should. And your team's going to suffer a little bit. A lot of people fell into the Derrick Henry hype last year, and it definitely hurt them because they probably drafted them late second, early third. You know, uh, a lot of people two years ago went for the, uh, the wide receiver who got drafted, who got traded from the Jets to the Redskins. Oh, are you, no, you're talking about uh, Terrell Pryor? Terrell Pryor, yeah. The Browns? Yeah, from the Browns to the Redskins. Yeah, yeah. Browns, I know a friend of mine that, does a lot of draft decisions I, I don't agree with. Um, he drafted David Johnson, number one overall. And I thought he was going to have a pretty good year. Broke his hand, didn't play. Uh, draft Lev Bell this year, number one overall. Everyone knows how that went, didn't play. And then uh, he drafted Pryor a couple of years ago when he was on the Browns and thought it was going to be a, a match made in heaven. A over match there. made in heaven, and in the that third round obviously did yeah, not work. So. You want, uh, but there are yeah. mistakes that happen. That is, that is why we're here. Yeah, to you walk you through that. it. Avoid the hype, for sure. You want players that are established and know you're going to get production out of them, especially in the early rounds. You, you wanna, do, and make sure you watch out for coaches. Coaching coach changes are huge. Different schemes are huge. Mm-hmm. So knowing that. Uh, Matt Nagy's coming in and he, he likes to use a Kareem Hunt type back that can catch the ball out of backfield mm-hmm. is huge. Jordan Howard. That's why Jin, Jordan Howard didn't work in that system. Yeah. That's why he got traded for a six rounder. You have to make sure if there's a coaching change, does it first, does it fit my scheme? Is the player a top tier player that I don't really have to worry about? Cause you know, he's going to be in that starting role and all that. So, I mean mm-hmm. that that's another factor to look into. Yeah. And chances are you've, Drafted Jordan Howard in the mid-second to early third, and that would have been a wasted pick for you. Yep, I agree. Um, So next one is watch, drop, and add. This one is a big one. Uh, Watch, drop, and add. So you need to be on your phone checking who's available, who's not, especially if your league does waiver wire, lets you pick up in the middle of the week without using a waiver wire. So when a player's dropped and left on released, it goes right to add or drop. You can pick them up immediately. If you do that, you need to watch waiver wire. This is where you're going to win leagues. The draft Mm -hmm. can help you, but 
winning leagues is all about waiver wire, who you're picking up, being aware of someone that just got dropped that could be a, a top tier player for you or a good flex option for you or just mm. gives you flexibility. Yeah, especially on the, the bye weeks and just making sure that, you know, you're up to date, injury up to date because, you know, the draft, it'll get you to playoffs, but the waiver wire is really how you win the championships. Yeah, exactly. I definitely agree with that. Um, also, never give up on your team. Mm-hmm. There is so many stories mm-hmm. of people going 0-4, 0-5, and making playoffs and winning championships. Keep going through. Another big factor is if you just give up and you stop paying attention, how are you going to know how to play next year? There's a lot of things that change mid-season. At the end of the season, if someone's hurt, someone took over another spot, all that stuff is things to think about. So always be active and always try because you never know. You could win the league and come back. Yeah. Also, you want to learn from your mistake, most importantly. You know, you're trying to get better and you're trying to improve. So if, you know, you made mistakes early, you realize what you did, you fixed it, and then maybe you made on a little bit of a run at the end of the year, but still wasn't good enough you could look forward to that next year and go, oh, I know what not to do. Because a lot of times that's more important than knowing what to do. It's just making you a better fantasy football player. Mm -hmm. That's what it is, you know. So the next one is, uh, I know you like this one's a little, it it is okay to reach for Mm -hmm. players in the draft. Yeah, for example, last year, I, a lot of people would say I reached on Will Will Fuller. I think I drafted him in like the seventh round. Sixth, seventh round. And a lot of people said that was a massive reach. And it was. I won't disagree with that. It was, but I had high value on that player and I wanted to make sure he was on my team. So even though he did tear his ACL midway through the year, I got quality five, six starts out of him where he got, you know, 15 plus points. So it is okay to reach for a player that you're high on, that you really like, and that you think is going to be really good that year. Um, I agree to a certain extent with that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think in the beginning rounds, uh, you it depends how much you like the guy. You do want to reach for guys you like, but not to a huge extent. You still mm-hmm. want to stay in that top tier. Yeah. Uh, once you start getting to the 7th, the 8th, the ninth rounds, I reach a lot more mm-hmm. because I want to get the guys I like that I think have bigger upside um, and I'll do what I need to to get them. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of those guys, if later in the rounds, your team is going to be completely different than what it was when you drafted. A lot of the time. It depends how much of a league you are in. A 12-team, 14-team, 10-team league, 8-team, you have a lot of options. Um, but it is it is a good thing to reach sometimes. Yeah, especially... And the right yeah. options. Yeah, especially because if you think that he's going to be there later in the draft and he doesn't end up becoming that he gets picked up, you know, you're just going to kick yourself yeah. all year long, especially if he goes off. You know, you really suck. like your player, just just like in the NFL draft. A lot of people, just like Daniel Jones, <laughs> the Giants really <laughs> like Daniel Jones. That was their quarterback. They thought it was a franchise quarterback, so they reached for him. Yeah. No one thought he was going to go. No one, the value for him was not a six pick. No, not at all. Not at all. And a lot of people say, you want to make sure you have value when you draft. And I do agree with that statement. It's like a stock market. You need to have value in your picks. But 
you're going to need to reach sometimes if you want guys that you think are going to be mm-hmm. safer picks or a bigger option to get you to that championship. You're going to have to take a, some slight risk to win leagues. Mm-hmm. That's just what's going to happen. Um, trading players. Yeah, this, you, is, yeah. this is a big one. Yeah, you, you know, when you trade, first of all, it's okay to not trade. You know, if you're happy with your team, don't trade, don't ruin it. Don't ruin your squad just to get a little bit of a, you know, a trade high. So, but if you do want to trade, you do need to trade. Haggle back. Try to get the best deal possible. Counter offer. Send a counter. It's okay. The worst thing they're going to say is no. No. And if you want a player on someone's team, just send them, uh, send them something. Yeah. Text them. If you can text them, send them a message. The worst thing that they can say is no, and that's a shitty deal. And maybe they'll counter you back. Maybe it's something that you like better. Who mm-hmm. knows? But for me, I love trading. Trading is a lot. That's my forte. Uh, anybody that is in my league and plays with me, I am always open for a trade. My door is always open. I talk about trades in the off season all the time. Oh, yeah. So trading is big, but you can destroy your team with trading. Yes. That is definitely an option. Mm -hmm. Um, So be smart, send counters, um, go from there, and then, uh, yeah, see what happens. And try not to trade for a player that had spectacular first couple weeks. And try not to trade your player that had a disappointing first couple weeks. So remember, there is regression. Someone who has had amazing eight weeks – so just like Thielen, Adam Thielen, mm, that's a amazing, good amazing 10 weeks, I think it was. Yeah. And then if you look at the end, he couldn't keep up with that. There's no, no way it would be a top. It would be the best wide receiver season ever. Yeah. So there is regression. Remember that. So if you have a guy that is doing amazing, you might want to see if you can get more value for him. It just depends what position you are. Mm-hmm. If you're if you're number one, you have you're loaded everywhere. You probably don't want to move him. But if you're number three, number four, and you have some holes, you have a hole, and you think you can make a move that will upgrade that position and keep your position on that on running back and wide receiver or something like that, then do it. Go for it. Go Pull for that trigger. championship. Because mm-hmm. like the bottom line, they might think you're crazy for trading uh, a running back for a third round pick or something like that. But if you win that league and you have a third round pick next year, and you're, li- you're sitting pretty, you're sitting pretty and you're looking like a genius. Yeah. So you're going to have to take risks. And with that, I think we're all done with our introductory episode. Um, thank you everyone for listening. Uh, we really appreciate it. Subscribe. If you have any comments questions or have anything you recommend us to talk about on one of our episodes email at me at budd at ttt fantasyfootball.com um, our next episode should come out in uh, a couple days we're going to be talking about the draft mainly uh, how it affects players all the rookies um, and actually get in depth with some fantasy football knowledge you got anything to add nader i uh, appreciate the listen Look forward to having you guys hear us debate, argue, and discuss more topics. Yeah, we're excited about actually doing an episode talking about rookies and getting in-depth with 
some fantasy football stuff. So can't wait. Can't wait. Deuces, baby. Thank you.